A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. Um, you'll have to excuse me. I'm a few minutes late. I'm a little out of, uh, little out of practice, believe it or not. Uh, and if you are watching on Facebook as opposed to listening over on our podcast, well, first of all, we are putting all of these maintenance slides over on our podcast, so you can listen to them over there as well. Uh, I just got out of the shower. I got on my bike. I did a little bit of a Peloton ride straight up. I've been sucking on the exercise. Um, so I'm it, uh, making it my mission to get on. I suffered through a workout today, and here I am. I knew that if I did the workout, I wouldn't have enough time to get ready for the live today. And you know what? I did it anyway because I just want to get into the routine. It's all about creating those new habits. And that's something I want to talk about today. If you got questions, load them up. But really, over at the, after the last couple of weeks of working through your weight loss program and process, I know a lot of you are in this group. It's a new group, and you came over from the spring-summer group having reach your finally and forever goals. I know we have some people who've been maintaining their weight for a while now. You've done previous groups. So we're all kind of in different places and spaces. But, you know, I say all the time, maintenance, it's its not a magic pill when it comes to this program and process. Maintenance is all about continuing to build on the habits and the, the changes that you made, um, you know, when it comes to being in tune to your body's needs, waking up, being mindful every day. Um, if you have recently just lost your weight, you are not done yet. And that's probably the biggest takeaway from this last week in the feedback back that we're getting from your questions. I think it's really important to remember that regardless if you're repeating the process to maintain your weight or you're personalizing the plan to maintain your weight, there's really no difference in repeating the process to lose weight or personalizing the plan to lose weight. The difference is, is that you're not looking for that scale to move. So you know how when you were doing the program and you hit a plateau and all those little plateaus were your body taking time to solidify the weight that you've lost. And then of course you had more weight to lose so you maximized your efforts, you kept showing up and then you'd hit another plateau, right? So essentially in the weight loss group, what we did was we helped the body, give the body what it needs to address why it was feeling you need to store fat, right? and then do the things that we needed to do to help the body specifically focus on fat loss and support the body in that. So your your weight started here, your certain set point, right? And then you dropped the weight, you plateaued, your body stabilized. And then you dropped more weight, your body plateaued, then it stabilized. Some of you that were like drop, 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 drop. Now you're going to put that maintenance time in now, right? So what you're doing in maintenance is taking the time to make your new weight your new norm. So you're still doing all the things that you were doing when personalizing the plan to lose weight. You're still doing all the things that you were doing while you're trying to lose weight, except you're kind of on this big, long ass plateau because you're not maximizing and trying to do all the things to get that scale to move. So when you're doing that first phase of maintenance, you are still very much doing all the things that you did to lose. You're just I kind of want to look at it as being on a really long plateau, right? So that's the big takeaway because people say, well, what's the difference between personalizing the plan to lose and maintain? What's the difference from repeating the process, you know, when you're losing 
focusing on when you're maintaining. There's not really much difference. You still want to show up, do all the things. You don't have to like maximize your efforts and you know all of that, like max out your water and do this and do that. And of course, you, there's still wiggle room for you to indulge here or there. And that's where you're going to add him back on track. But make no mistakes. You want to minimize the amount of times that you are utilizing back on track when you're putting in the actual maintenance time. So there are two phases to maintenance. I'll get to your questions in a sec. So load them up. Um, the one is putting at least two to three months, like the same amount of time into, into solidifying your weight. So that's the first stage. Either you're personalizing the plan, you're showing up every day, you're checking in at every single meal and snack time, you're still asking yourself those four questions. Eventually those four questions are going to come second nature. You know, you're still being mindful of doing all the things. You're following the guidelines. You're going high protein for breakfast. You know, there's a little bit more flexibility in terms of those snacks. There's no more stars of the show at the meal, but make no mistake, still a benefit to get that veg in, the protein, the leafy greens, the added good fats. Still want to add in those heavier carbs at lunchtime rather than at dinner. Still don't want to eat too late at night, right? You're still maximizing your efforts, still doing all the things. And then you'll get to a place where you just seem like it's all second nature. And then that's where you can kind of, you know, be a lot more relaxed about it and just live your life waking up being mindful. Um, you know, I've maintained my weight for over 30 years. I don't wake up thinking, what am I going to eat, not eat? I'm very much in the moment, but I've also had a lot of time um, practicing being in tune. So, you know, when someone's serving my food at a restaurant, I don't have to ask myself, how's this portion for me? I know it's not going to be enough or I need to order another appetizer or, well, that's too much, right? Like I never accidentally overeat my food. Um, it's always purposeful. This shit's good. So I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. I know I'm going to walk away. My belly is going to be full. I know the next day when I get up, if I was to weigh myself, which I really don't anymore, my weight's going to go up, right? Um, I don't accidentally eat a whole bag of chips. I'm eating that whole fucking bag of chips, like, <laughs> you know, and I, which I ate last night and my tongue is so sore because it's all salted up. So the first stage of maintenance really is being very protective about all of the hard work that you've done. You want to minimize challenging your body. You want to really, with the least amount of stress as possible, allow your body just to adjust to your new weight. So it's still doing all the things. It's just like you're on a consistent plateau. Um, so that's right. I wanted to clear that up. The other question that you guys are asking a lot about is back on track. So back on track when, you know, we introduced it in week 10 of the program moving forward because we were making changes to the basic food plan, you implemented when you needed it. So really back on track should really be for when you go off the rails. It's not for managing fluctuations on the scale. It's not for you had a few bites of bits. It's not because you skipped a few meals and snacks. It's really, you will know when you need back on track because you'll just feel hella awful your weight will be up, you'll feel bloated, you'll just feel bleh, gross. Um, back on track, you're going to use for as, as many days as you need to feel like you're back on track. Now, the important thing is you don't want to keep doing back on track till the scale comes back down because the scale can be up for a variety of different reasons, right? So you can totally have indulged this weekend, you get on the scale tomorrow, your weight's up five, six pounds, you feel like, oh my God, did I ever indulge? Woo, that was fun. Um, then you implement back on track for a couple days and then say, your weight, you know, you, you, the, your weight comes down three pounds, but it's still up by two to your lowest low. This is where, you know, if you feel like you're back on track, you can kind of get back to personalizing the plan or pick up where you are in terms of repeating the process. Um, those, those couple pounds could be salty food. It could have been, you did a workout the day before. So your body is sore. It could have been, you got a crappy sleep. So your weight is up still. Um, it could be the heat right in the summertime. 
So do back on track for as many days as you need to feel back on track. And the longer you are off, the longer the plateau. So if you indulge this weekend, you might need, just need one or two days of back on track. If you've gone away on a two-week vacation and you've come back and you're really feeling it, you might need like a, you know five days, six days, seven days, a week of back on track. It's just really about how you feel when it comes to utilizing your back on track. The other thing I want to talk about, because there's a lot to cover, so I want to kind of just take all the questions that you guys have been asking the last week, is your weight is going to fluctuate. Even when you have reached your goal weight, expect your weight to fluctuate upwards of eight pounds throughout the month. Um, hormones, when you ovulate, when you're PMSing, um, when the weather is hot, your weight will be up. It can take a while for it to go back down. Do not think, just because you have reached your goal weight, that you're going to stay at that goal weight every single day. That is your new weight. Just by eating food and indulging, you're not going to gain weight. It's actually a lot harder than you think to actually gain real weight. You've worked way too hard. Your body's not interested in storing fat. It never was. This is why if you start to make choices that make you feel off, implement that back on track and rein it back in. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. But get used to your weight fluctuating. Some of you are talking about, oh my God, I've gained three pounds. No, unless you would know because you would literally have to eat a whole bunch of shit, totally ignore yourself for like weeks in order to actually turn the foods that you are eating and convert them into fat that's actually going to make you fat. So get used to the fact that your weight's going to fluctuate. Someone asked me the other day, well, how long is it going to fluctuate? For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. So this is why you really want to get really in tune right now to all the changes that you make. Get, get to know your new body. Get to really understand, you know, what's normal in terms of fluctuation. Some people are really... Uh, prone to big fluctuations like me. If it's super hot, my weight can jump up 10 pounds. That, you know, just just easy. Um, does it still kind of make me unnerved a little bit? I think, oh my gosh. But then I remember, yeah, this is normal for me. Um, when you PMS, does your weight go up seven pounds? That's my Mine goes up easy seven pounds. Like mine get my period now. I Sometimes I'm like, what is with my, I don't even recognize my body. Happens every time. But you know, you got to get used to and understand your body, what's normal for you. Everyone's a little different, but you are not going to see the lowest low because after you're done putting time into maintenance, I hope you throw your scales out and you're not trying to see your lowest low every day. You're literally just living your life. Um, things like, you know, consuming carbohydrates causes the body to retain water. So that will have your weight up. So it's normal when you're just living your life, not worrying about what you're eating and not trying to see your lowest low, that you're actually going to sit about five pounds above your lowest low. Anyway, I hope that helps. Um, what's really great about this group is I can tell even now, we don't have a lot of people in it. So we have a whole team of people showing up every day, ready to answer any of the questions that you have. So please uh, keep all your questions coming. Um, we really are here for you. Um, for any time you got a question, pop in. The team is here. Um, ask as many as you need to be clear on maintenance, right? You worked really hard to lose that weight. We really want to make sure that you guys are easily maintaining it. All right, let me find where I am. Of course, I got to log back in again. All right, go to my photos. Um, so if you are new to this group, because I know we have people in it who weren't in, like, this is, our last group was our 15th group. And I know we have people in this group from our very first We Lost program who are like, Gina's got a new group, let me see what's going on in maintenance. So uh, first of all, we're going to do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, this is kind of just the summer. I'm going to be going away in the next couple of weeks. The team's still very much working, but we, we plan to have guests on. We're going to have some awesome conversations. I'm going to continue to go live. Like, we're really just getting started around here. 
here. We're trying to feel you guys out in terms of what kind of information that you need to keep you motivated, that kind of stuff. So we really are just getting started. If you are new to the group format, we have this, first of all, there's an amazing thing called guides. And this is where we're able to store all the information. So all the maintenance information is stored in the maintenance guide for easy access. And then to find the lives, once you're actually in the group itself, the timeline can get a little messy if you're just scrolling. So what you want to do is just go straight to photos and then you'll see me there playing. And that's where, um, that's where all the, um, that's where all the information is. All right, let's get into this. Uh, staying with my friend at the Schwamp, Schwamp for the long weekend. So happy with my ability to listen. Hi, Kimber, uh, to my hunger and say a tea and stay mindful. Yeah. So we are absolutely expecting you to enjoy your summer. It has been a long last couple of years of not being able to get out and, you know, hang out with friends and family. And it just does so much good for your soul and your stress levels. Um, you know, a great idea is to pack and bring your own food just to kind of be prepared. But honestly, there's nothing you can do in a weekend. There's nothing you can do in a week that you can't undo by literally getting right back at that we say all the time in the weight loss in the weight loss groups and it's no different now that you're in maintenance hi Denise good afternoon having a safe uh, space to set intentions and check in is amazing and mindfulness is key happy to be part of the group helps to reinforce the work I've done to stay on track okay so you make a lot of changes right you you really busted through some old belief systems you work through some habits issues associations you want to keep that going how you create new habits isn't necessarily about the time it's how often you're reinforcing those habits right so setting intentions and end of day reflections was really helpful when it came to losing your weight it can be also just as helpful when it comes to maintaining especially in the first phase right um so please use that uh daily post each day so at the top pinned to the very top of the page is going to be the daily post today is mmm monday that's maintenance mindfulness and motivation monday in case you're wondering uh, those are kind of the posts that we post on Monday are going to be more geared towards that conversation. But please, just like you did in the old group, if you use that check-in to set your intentions, um, you can also use it for end-of-day reflections. We're big fans on that. I continue to set intentions every day. I don't have to lose weight. I don't have to really work on maintaining my weight. Mine is like I got a lot of other goals of things that I want to achieve, and I'm a massive fan of setting those intentions. Also, if you're using the app, so a lot of you have been asking about um, the maintenance group being linked, the app being linked to the maintenance group. That is something that we have planned in the future we just don't have any plans for that yet um, but it's not a guided the guide is the app you can use as a basic tracker it's not a guided process so you can basically if you have breakfast you can click in what you had you can make notes there if you skip a snack you don't have to log it any of those things it's just really working as a basic tracker right now but there's also a great space for you to set your intentions and do your end of day reflections. Now, you ha in order to use the app, you have to been able to be in a group that we had the app. So that's the winter group and then the spring group. Now, I know some of you are in the winter group and you're now in this group. You may not be aware, but if you go back into your app, you're actually going to be able to use it as an ongoing tracker. That's a feature that wasn't available when you finish the winter group. So it's there now. It's there now. It's there now. Hi, Valerie. Hello, hello, hello. Carrie Ann. Okay, question. I've done about nine months of maintenance. I love that. Uh, solidified my weight and now have basically been living my life. I love that. I have two big trips in July and really enjoyed it all. When I came home from the first one, the scale was up only 1.4 pounds. Home for a week and then off again. This time my scale was up about five pounds. So it is up about five pounds from my weight and nine up from my lowest low. I know that my weight will be up about five pounds from my lowest low. So the question is, should I do back on track until I feel better and my scale has started to move downward correct uh, and should I know that my lowest low will probably not be what I sit at moving forward okay 
So your lowest low, I mean, we don't want to try to like, we don't want to try to be at our lowest low because we're not trying to lose weight, right? So that's like lowest low is like making sure you're drinking the water, manage your stress and doing this and not like maximizing your efforts and trying literally to see that lowest low every day. And usually the motivation for that is trying to get it to go lower. Um, so you, you, it depends on how, it depends on how hardcore you want to live your life. You want to have some chippies now and then you want to have some salty foods. You want to do some, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't, I personally don't, I don't need to see my lowest low. Like, I don't really need to know what my, my weight is at every day. I just wake up some days, you know, uh, some days my skinny jeans are, you know, got a saggy butt and then some days my skinny jeans are a little tight on my waist. Um, and that can depend on a lot of other factors too. So I think a couple things. So when you go away, it depends on where you're going away. So if you go somewhere that is, um, like the Caribbean or something like that, the salt air can really have your body retaining water. Also, like, I remember one time I went to Mexico with my family and I, my weight was literally up 16 pounds by the time I got back. I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. I partied pretty hard, you know, whereas I went away at Christmas time, um, you know, to Cabo, still in Mexico, and I I came back and my, my weight didn't even budge. My weight was the same. Um, you know, I still indulged and ate the food things, but I didn't party as hard. Like, I wasn't up late and I wasn't, you know, drinking as much. And, um, and then I went away to Greece, um, just recently and, you know, it was a longer flight and I came back, I couldn't recognize my feet. It was super hot when we were there, hot, like I've never, like 35, 36, it was really hot. Um, I know I didn't drink enough water. Um, I also know I ate my face off and like didn't really put an emphasis on the leafy greens. I was only there for five days. If I'd been there for like, you know, 10 days, I'd been really mindful about how I feel. I knew that I had time to go eat my face off, feel like shit and come home before I knew it. Right. I don't like going away on vacation and indulging them want to go home cause I feel so off. So then I came back and I don't even know what my weight was up. I just knew that my feet were about this big and that never really happens to me. So I'm assuming that's the heat, lack of water. So every time you go away, depending on where you go away, my point is, and sort of how to manage while you weigh, it might affect your weight a little differently, right? So maybe the first time you went away, it wasn't as hot. Maybe you went to a place that, you know, wasn't so close to the sea. Um, it sort of depends. And that's when you got back, your weight was only up a little bit, right? And then you turned around and then you went back away. It could just be um, the change in routine. It could be where you are in your cycle. Um, it could be a lot of different reasons. So so the, same, but the, the fix for that is the same, right? Get back on track and you want to get back on track for as long as you need to feel like you're back on track. And then if you want to see that scale go down to your lowest low, just kind of clean it. I hate, I hate that word, clean it up. Tighten it up a little bit. Make sure you're maxing out your water. Make sure you're getting that sleep. Make sure you're managing your stress. Make sure you're doing all the things that you need to do to maximize your efforts. And that's where you'll drop back to your lowest low. Again, I don't like, we don't need to see our lowest low. You lost the weight, that your weight going up and down, fluctuating for a variety of different reasons isn't actually causing your body to convert the foods you're eating into more fat. That's making you fat. It's just your, you know, your weight is up for a variety of different reasons. Did I, did I even answer that question? So should I, so question uh, is I should do back on track until I feel better. Yes. Uh, and the scale uh, started to move downward. Um, yeah. Like you don't want to, you don't want to do back on track until the scale comes back down because it, your skin, your, you, 
your weight can be up for so many other reasons, right? Like the heat, for example. Like if we're in a heat wave, it doesn't matter what you what you do. And then people are like, well, I'm in air conditioning. Well, the higher the heat, the higher the air conditioning. It's, they're both very dehydrating and stressful on the body. So it can take your body a couple days to come down from the heat. So you can you can do back on track from having be back from your trip, right? And then you're feeling like you're back on track, but your weight is still up because it's it's hot where you are so it just sort of depends so back on track is really meant for um until you feel back on track not until your weight comes back down like nobody should be working back on track for like weeks and weeks and weeks i hear that from people well i've been working back on track for three weeks and i'm like why you know so this is where you really want to get into personalizing your plan again like dig in you know check in a morning like breakfast check in a morning snack check in at lunch check in that first snack check in that snack really be doubling down asking yourself those four questions maxing out your water managing your stress moving your body doing all of those things right doing all those things um, and then that's the difference between maintenance and trying to lose. When you're trying to lose or see that lowest low on the scale is when you're maximizing and doing all the things. When you're in maintenance, again, kind of get used to that weight being up a little bit because it's not, it's not healthy for us trying to see our lowest low. Like my lowest low, my low weight is about 119. And I usually sit above that, about 125. And that like... You, you know, I'm not trying to see 119. Now, if I have um, a stint where I'm eating really healthy, which every now and then I do, um, you know, I'm not eating chips at night, which I, I'm watching this new show called Earthle on Netflix, and I'm watching it with the kids, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I ate two bags of chips yesterday, two big bags of chips yesterday. I ate one in the morning for breakfast. <laughs> I was a little hungover from the night before. I had way too many gin and tonics, and I was feeling like balls. I literally was in bed all day yesterday. I was so hungover, and so I had chips for breakfast. And then later in the evening, uh, Tony went to go pick my son up from work. And my, one of my daughters asked my son to pick up a chocolate bar for her. And he came back, bless his heart, with chips for us. And I pretty much ate that whole bag. Um, so today, no doubt, my weight is up. Um, I did a workout, so I'm feeling much better because I was just like, man, I feel like garbage. I need to work out. But I didn't work out because I'm trying to burn off the chips or anything like that. Um, but no doubt my weight would be up. So, you know, your weight is going to fluctuate for a variety of different reasons. Um, you know, this is what back on track is there for um, so there's that's the difference like when you eat and you indulge in things that you know cause you to feel off you're gonna know you know what I mean you're good you're gonna know you're gonna know and then you're gonna want to implement back on track until you kind of feel it so when I have moments where I want to clean things up or I'm just getting on a healthy eating tip because I just mentally and physically want to feel better my weight will drop right back down and 119 is not my favorite weight my, my boobs kind of like they're not as I like a little bit like my weight kind of body retain in water whatever a little bit more um yeah, 119 is not my favorite but whenever i like when for example tony did the program a couple years ago to actually lose weight and so i realized i was sabotaging him at night with my tips so then i was like you know what i need to support him so i'm going to start eating healthy with him and doing the program and i did and then my weight was like right down at 119 and you know i wasn't mad at it but at the same time i was just like you oh, know it's not my favorite weight for me you know so i don't really stress about having a few chippies here or there I just kind of go with the flow, but it really is normal for my weight to fluctuate about eight pounds uh, throughout the month. Okay, did I answer that question? Yes, do back on track until you feel like you're back on track. And then this is where you want to say to yourself, okay, I'm working on back on track, but my weight's still a little bit up. Why would that be? 
why would my weight be up? Is it really hot? Am I drinking enough water? You know, am I getting crappy sleep? Am I really stressed right now? Also, your cravings, right, can be a good indication. You're craving um, sugar, like sugar, you could be dehydrated. It can be hard to get enough water in, especially with the heat. If you're craving salty foods, that might, you might want to bump up your omega-3 or get some more fat. So this is where you kind of want to take what you've learned about how your body's responded while you're losing the weight and kind of cross-reference with how you're feeling and the choices that you're making. You know, um, like today, I was just like, man, I feel really off. Is it really the chips? I'm like, no, chances are my period's coming. And then, of course, I check because you'd think I'd know, but I'm every 28 days, but I don't keep track. Uh, and then I was like, oh, my period is coming. So it's not just the chips that made me feel bleh today. It's also the fact that I'm getting my period. So those two in combination, getting my period where my weight, my body's retaining the water in order to fall through on the flow anyway. And then you, you, you combine that with chips. You know, and I've also, now that I think about it, I've had a stressful couple days. I'm going through some stress with one of my kids. It's been stressing me the fuck out. Uh, and I got the new group starting and trying to do all that stuff. It's a bit of a change in routine for me. Um, that's probably why I'm craving the salty foods. I probably just need to bump up my omega-3. See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? So I knew the exercise would be good for my stress. Which is why, like I said to Tony, I got to get on the bike. I'm just hella stressed. So now that I think about it, I probably also had the chips because I'm stressed. So that's where you kind of want to think, why am I, you know what I mean? Why am I feeling like this? Why is my weight up? What are the reasons? And then, and then if you feel inclined to rein it in and, you know, like start getting back on track and drinking the water, managing your stress. And this is kind of what, well, this is what it is, you know, like put it this way, because we're all concerned about gaining weight. You first of all, read that post on how not to gain weight. You don't gain 20 pounds without noticing right? You don't, you don't gain 20 pounds without noticing, without feeling it, with being aware of the choices you're making. So if you're not making choices that are going to lead to your body gaining weight, then chances are it's not real weight gain, right? That's the people, well, how do I know when it's real weight gain? Well, you'll know when you're making consistently making choices that are, you know, on that how not to gain. If you're doing the things on the how not to gain weight list, chances are eventually you do them long enough, you're going to gain that weight, right? You're going to gain that weight. So that's where back on track comes in. Um, all right. Hi, Angie. Uh, so afternoon. So last night I had uh, fried rice with dinner. So good. Walked away stuffed. Okay. Yep. So that's where you want to double down. Ask yourself the four questions. My stomach was comfortable, but this morning when I woke up, my stomach was fine. So no need for back on track. No. So you're very nervous about getting the weight back. So back on track isn't for when you overeat your food. That's not what it's there for. That's where you want to say to yourself, should I start doubling down and ask myself the four questions? Because that's where you just want to be more mindful. Eventually, you're going to stop having to ask the four questions and then you'll know when you're satisfied. So you'll like make a conscious choice to go in and then overeat to the point that you're stuck, which is totally fine as long as you're aware of that. But that's not a reason to add back on track. Like back on track is like where you're eating all the things you've done a number on yourself. Like you really, you're going to know, you're going to know when you need back on track. Um, so what you, what's really more effective is really personalizing the plan and repeating the process, like repeating the process, you not looking to lose weight, but you're really helping the body to get even more in tune with yourself, to level up, to continue to increase your metabolism, to, to continue to heal, for your body to work on health issues, all those things. The advantage of personalizing the plan is that you're really getting more in tune with your body's natural hunger fluctuations. Some days you're going to be really hungry, 
hungry. You're going to need two snacks. You're going to eat breakfast. You're going to need the things. Um, the next day, not hungry at all. So that's really prepping you to get more in tune with, with just naturally living your life and the choices that you're making, the understanding that, right? Some people are nervous about personalizing the plan. They're not so confident in it. So you want to put that time into maintenance regardless. So that's why repeating the process can do that again. But make no mistake, personalizing the plan, repeating the process, so much more effective than back on track. And people get stuck on back on track thinking well, that's going to help, help them get their weight down. And that, so they end up doing it for weeks. And I'm like, that's not healthy. Like it's not even really like productive. Like what are you trying to do with back on track? And it's like, because people are comfortable with it. They're like, it's the first few weeks of the program. So it's what they know. But the problem is like, that's why it works really well for back on track, but it's not where you want to stay. So you really just want to reserve back on track for when you really do a number on yourself, not for like a few bites of bits, not for like, if you over ate, it's not really for overeating. Um, because you know, overeating is like overeating your dinner is going to make you feel uncomfortable after dinner, but it shouldn't really carry over into the next day. And it's not going to cause you to gain weight. Again, we're back to that diet mentality of thinking, well, if I eat foods, I'm going to gain weight from your food. And I understand that because a lot of you worked really hard to lose your weight. And now, and then, and then what happened afterwards, just by eating normal food, you gain that weight back. But we didn't starve. We didn't deprive. We didn't force our body to burn it off. So that's not going to happen with the situation. Is there still work to do in terms of being mindful and supporting all the habits and changes that we've made? Yes. But our body's not going to feel inclined to store all the fat back. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But I do understand the fear of it happening because it happened every other time you lost the weight, right? So, so just if you overeat, you just kind of recognize that and then just get right back at it to drink a little extra water. If you do feel over, over, you can drink a little extra water. You can add in those leafy greens. Um, you know, try not to eat too late at night, right? Like really give your body time to like, you know, just kind of, you know, not go to bed with a belly full of food. Like all you just do those three things, like drink a little extra water, add in some leafy greens, uh, try not to eat too late at night. And by the next day you're feeling like right back at it. You, you don't even really need to do a full back on track with it at all. Just be mindful. Just be How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
mindful. I don't quite understand what you mean by it depends on how you feel for how long you stay back on track. I'm not sure how I should be feeling. So you should be feeling pretty good after losing your weight when you are when you are drinking your water and being mindful of your food choices and mindful of your portions and managing your stress and getting sleep and moving your body, you got to feel pretty good. And so if I eat a whole bag of chips, I don't feel good after. I feel like shit. I'm all salted up. My, I feel bloated. I don't feel great. If I eat a big, like think about a Big Mac. How are you going to feel if you eat a Big Mac, right? If I eat a Big Mac and I eat a big chips and I drink three pops and I, you know, have some Reese's Pieces candy. I'm just thinking of like things I've had in the last week, especially when I was on vacation. I'm going to feel like shit. I'm going to have a tummy ache. I'm, I'm going to feel bloated. I'm going to literally feel like crap from indulging because the reason why you're using back on track is because you've been eating things and doing things that you haven't been doing while you were being like eating healthy. I hate saying clean and oh, I hate that word. Um, but you know, while you're looking to lose weight, you're not eating chocolate bars and chips and Big Macs and those foods. And whether you like it or not, those foods never made you feel great. You probably didn't notice how you felt because you felt overall blah. So if you're eating something that makes you feel off, then you want to, you know, implement back on track until you feel good again, until you feel good again. That's what that's about. I don't, can't really like, that's just, I mean, everyone, you know what it feels like to feel sick and you know what it feels like to feel good. So you want to do back on track until you physically feel like you're not feeling the effects of your indulgences. So that's what that means. That's what that means. Um, it's not about the scale. Put it that way. Like back on track isn't about the scale. You've overeaten. You've done a number on yourself. You need to basically, if you listen, if you eat your face off, eat a whole bunch of garbage, um, you're going to feel like crap. Your weight's going to be up. Not because you've gained real weight, because you're full of shit. That just byproduct of all of that needs to come out. Um, you're, you know, you, you probably dehydrated, way too much salt, way too much fat. You probably got a crappy sleep because you ate your face off and you ate all this garbage. Do you know what I mean? You just feel like shit. So um, really back on track. If you go back into the, in the group and you watch the, the, the food plan video, the original food plan, which is what back on track refers too. There's a rhyme and a reason to it. Starting your day with protein, right? Why we have that fruit for morning snack. Why the, why, you know, um, the vegetables are a focus at lunch. Why the first snack is those raw veg. Why the second snack is those nut and seed snacks. They're very hard. Cause the digestive system to work harder. You know, there's a rhyme and a reason to that. Um, and so when you go back to back on track, that's so familiar to the body. You think back on track because the body is, loves habits and kind of responds to those. And so if you go back to back on track, the body's like, oh, this is what we're doing and it just helps with that backlog of food it helps your body kind of get over all your indulgences and then get back to functioning normally again right just because you can eat something doesn't mean our bodies are designed uh, you know, doesn't mean we should be eating it. Like, you know, like there's a lot of foods that we choose to consume that really aren't designed for our bodies. They're not really great for us. In fact, they're really quite unhealthy. They cause inflammation and a whole bunch of shit. We still eat them, right? It's like dairy and gluten. Like it, nobody should be eating dairy and, you know, same thing with gluten. And it's, but it's, some people tolerate it better than others. Some people have a real issue with it, can't have it at all. I, I like, I know that my body is not designed to really process dairy and gluten. Am I going eat it anyway yeah um if i do and i feel off from it and do i fully understand why yeah but i'm still making a choice to eat it right even though i know it's not the best thing for my body so if you know it just sort of depends um you like like corn for example 
um, I, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> uh, every time I eat popcorn and eat corn, my fingers break out in a blister. Does it stop me from eating it? Hell no, it doesn't. <laughs> every time I go to the movies and Tony's got popcorn, I think I'm invincible. I eat the popcorn. Next day, I'm fine. Day after that, I'm fine. Three days later, I'm all itching my hands and, oh my God, why they eat the popcorn? You know what I mean? Um, so people's bodies, some people are more sensitive to their indulgences. Some people not so much. This is where, again, you're trying to understand how your body responds to those changes. This is why when you were losing weight, it's not all about being perfect, right? When you were losing weight, it was good sometimes to go off plan. I hate that term too, but to make choices that don't make you feel so good so you can understand a couple things um you know one aware of your net your dialogue right like if you choose to eat something and then rag on yourself afterwards that's not healthy mentally right like we got to work through that dialogue a lot of times our thoughts are also wired to habit so we make a choice to eat something that we think is going to make us feel good and then as soon as we're done eating it seconds later we berate ourselves for hours and then what happens is we wake up the next day our weight is up we berate ourselves some more so when you're indulging you want to first of all understand those negative thoughts catch them in the moment and just you know be like yeah I had this thing. It's no big deal. It's not going to cause me to lose, gain weight. And that's not going to stop me from reaching my goal. So, you know, get in tune to your thoughts. Then when you wake up the next day and the scale, scale is up is understand that, okay, the scale is up because you had some salty food, whatever, no big deal. You know, you just keep doing what you're doing and your weight's going to come right back down because it's not real weight gain and it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals. Right? So that's why we say it's progress over perfection when you're doing the program. So this is kind of a big carryover for that is now that you don't need to lose weight is still be mindful and understand how your body is responding to the choices you're making to your mental mindset right like so many of you are talking about you're nervous about you know um, maintaining your weight and sometimes when we're nervous we fall back into old habits right like counting calories again try to skip in breakfast like someone said the other day like well I'm only just having one snack in the afternoon what should I have well why would you only be having one snack in the afternoon if you're personalizing the plan you should be open to when you're hungry and one one day you might need one snack and the next day you might not you might need both snacks and the next day depending on when you had di had lunch and how early dinner is you may not need any snacks and so trying to plan it all and you know choose what snack is best for you is not really being in tune to your body's needs. The whole point of personalizing the plan is that you, you get flexibility in terms of your food choices to be more in tune to what your body needs in the moment, right? So, you know, obviously if you're repeating the process, that's a little different. You want to stick to the actual process itself and follow it out, right? But this person was talking about how they're only having one snack. What's the best snack? So I'm assuming that they're personalizing the plan. So sometimes we get into that. We're nervous about maintaining our weight. So then we like forget about all of our new habits. We forget about being in tune. We forget about you know, um, asking the four questions and all of those things. And we fall back into old diet patterns and try not to eat. And, you know, if your weight goes up a little bit, then you starve yourself the next day. Or if you have a big dinner, you know, this weekend, you're back to not eating all day. You're back to doing the shit that caused you to gain weight in the first place. And that's where you really want to be mindful. Um... Okay, Julie, hello. If I decide I want to lose another five pounds and join the fall session, would I follow the program until I lost the weight and jump back to this group or complete the full 12 weeks? So you have options. If you want to lose more weight, then you obviously, you want to be very, you want to be very, um, 
you want to know exactly what you're doing. What you don't want to do is like, I'm maintaining my weight, but I think I want to lose more weight. Like you have to know exactly what you want to do. So five pounds, remember, can be just as hard for someone to lose as 50, right? And it can take someone a long time to lose five pounds. Um, so some people are like, oh, I'll just do a couple weeks of the program and I'll lose my weight. Okay, I hope so. But also, you know, be open to the fact it might take you a little bit longer. So what you can do is that you, if you've already done a program, so if you just do the whole program, because it's good to follow. So I say to people, say this was your first group, you're in the weight loss group and that's your first group and you only have five pounds to lose. So if you did your first group and then halfway through you reached your goal, I say to people, you still want to follow through on the rest of the program because you still want to get even more in tune to your body. You want to bust through those habits. It, like six weeks is not long enough to make any kind of real change. You need at least 12 weeks to, to reinforce new habits to actually make change in the body. So it's still a benefit if you do your first program halfway through you reach your goals to follow through and finish out. Plus you want to like learn about personalizing the plan because that's going to set you up for maintenance, right? Um, if you've done a group, you've lost your weight, and so you did the last group, you've lost your weight, you think that you're good, but then you change your mind and you think, oh, I might actually have more weight to lose. It happens all the time. Then you can continue to personalize your plan and maximize your efforts. Rather than personalizing your plan to kind of maintain your weight, you want to personalize the plan and maximize your efforts. Do all the things, right? Um, it's all about the intention behind it. Um, so rather than, you know, seeing your weight stabilize, you want to see your weight move. So, you know, you can do that now. Um, um, if you want to repeat the process to lose more weight, so what if you go through the program for the second time, whatever, or third time, whatever this is for you, you reach your goal, um, you know, halfway through, you have options. So then you can, you can continue to do the rest of the program and that will help solidify, continue to solidify the weight that you've lost. So if you've lost your weight, like your weight is being solidified in the moment along the way as well. So it's not like you, you lose the weight and then now you're solidifying. Like the weight that you lost in the beginning of your weight loss journey, that's been solidified. So you're kind of solidifying along the way. Every time you hit a plateau, body's adjusting to your new weight. But once you reach your low, low, that's where you want to put at least a couple months into like just sitting there, like really allowing your body to adjust everything around your new weight, your metabolism, your blood flow, your body temperature, all of that, right? This is where you really want to give it a good solid amount of time to get used to your new weight so your new weight is your new norm and then you can go live your life but you have been solidifying your weight along the way so to answer your question if you think you have five more pounds to lose you want to sign up for the fall group it's absolutely a benefit even if you reach your goal in the first few weeks of the program to follow through because re like repeating the process is great for maintenance because you're actively giving you know being mindful making changes helping your body level up even more getting even more in tune to those portions reinforcing those good habits like there's so many benefits to repeating the process even when you're not looking to lose weight so it's still an ide ideal for you to follow through on that so that that weight that you lose in that group you'll be solidifying as well it's really it's a kind of productive maintenance time but you also have options so if you reach your weight like three weeks four weeks in then you can go right into personalizing your plan and then just focusing on that if personalizing the plan is the method that you're going to to use to solidify your 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 goal weight. So you could totally sign up, lose your weight, finish out that whole program and process, which would be a benefit, or you can lose your weight and then just, you know, not go into that group anymore and just roll right into personalizing your plan.
right? Um, so you, you got options. You got options. That's the thing. There are people who are in the maintenance group who have chosen to personalize their plan to maintain their weight. And there are people in the maintenance group just kind of maintaining right now, maybe doing back on track, maybe personalizing the plan. Some people have already repeated the process on their own. And then some people are just enjoying their summer or kind of just trying to toe the line. And then they're going to put that solid maintenance time in, in the fall program. So we kind of got people doing a variety of different things in the maintenance group, depending on what kind of feels like the best move for them. So you got options. You got options. Uh, hi, Maureen. I've been off the... Hi, Maureen. Hello, hello. Uh, had been off the rails for a bit, over a week, so started back on track yesterday and plan on doing it for a period of three days, then assess whether I feel back in tune to go back to personalizing the plan or do another day or two. I love that. That's the plan. Like, you want to make a definitive choice. I'm doing back on track, okay? I feel like I'm back on track. Let me get back into personalizing the plan. Like, two totally different things. So you want to know exactly what you are doing, what you are focused on, and why, right? That's what I love love about that. So making a plan for yourself. So great. Um, so happy knowing what to do, paying attention to what my body is telling me. That's what this is all about is continuing to pay attention to, you know, to, to strengthen that mind body connection, to continue to ask four questions so that eventually you never have to ask them again. Like I don't wake up and ask myself four questions before I eat every day. It's so second nature to me. Like I know exactly when I'm full. Like if I'm eating my food and I'm up for a nice dinner, I do this thing where I like, I sit back, put my utensils down, take a deep breath. And sometimes I'm like, ah, man, and shit, I'm, I, you know, I'm satisfied. This is so good. I want to keep eating it. And it's just, it's, it might as well like be a big siren going off. Like, woo, 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 you're satisfied. You know what I mean? Um, even Tony will pick up on it. He's like, oh man, you're full already. And I'm like, yes, ah, you know? Um, and then usually I'll go back in and continue to eat because this shit is really good. And, you know, um, or other times I just stop and I'll, if I'm at a nice restaurant, I'll take it to go like, you know, home the next day, whatever that is. But that's where you really want to get to. To, you know, to strengthen that mind-body connection. So it just becomes second nature. And even though you're done losing on the scale, it doesn't mean that your body's done, right? Making change and done creating this, making this new weight, your new norm. And just because you're done with what's happening physically doesn't mean that you are done mentally with where you need to be. Do you know what I mean? Like feeling calm and confident. Like you have to remember losing your weight in a way physically is one thing. It's also mentally where you're calm about the choices that you're making. That's the goal in maintenance is to like meld that mind body connection to be super calm physically, super calm mentally, and then move forward in your life with no stress at all about what you're eating, not eating, just kind of in tune and living your life. Remember, that's the ultimate goal of putting that maintenance time and physically help the body adjust to your new weight so your new weight becomes your new norm and then mentally get to a place where you've worked through the issues and associations and now you're starting to reinforce new habits that are supporting the lifestyle that you want right so that's this is sort of where maintenance we're not in the we're not in the wake up look good feel good live our lives stage yet that's going to be a whole other group <laughs> that's going to be a whole other group so there's still all the work to do but the intention is solidifying your weight as opposed to losing your weight um, Jennifer, 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 I, can I just say Jennifer, Jennifer pops into the group. I, I love Jennifer every morning in the weight loss group, always there, um, with the best quotes, um, always so motivating and best of intentions. I absolutely love that. And I just, I, I love that you're here. I love that you're here doing the same thing. I, I'm checking in for your expertise. Okay. 
My new weight, down 40 pounds, 25 inches, whoo, has been stable since February, okay? My goal for the next while is to change the composition of my thighs and belly movement every day, including light weights and cardio plus yoga. Okay, well, at the same time, knowing in my bones that the last bit of resistant fat will melt away in the goodness of time. Thoughts? Okay, so yes, 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 yes. Just because you are doing maintenance and you think you are done on the scale doesn't mean that you're still not going to lose some weight while you maintain your weight. Like you, you, your bodies aren't machines. It's not like you boop, that's the number and your body like stays there, right? So the reality is some of you are hit a number that you feel you're good at, but at the same time, you might still have extra weight that you will continue to drop. It's like, it's like if you were just, it's like, it's, it's like if you decided to eat healthy to lose weight, there's lots of people who just like haphazardly eat healthy and they lose weight and that's great. But you know, it's also can be very frustrating and can take a long time. Like there's a difference in eating healthy and eating in a healthy way that's conducive to losing a lot of weight in the, you know, in the, in the time frame that's, you know, reasonable. So as you continue to make healthy choices for yourself and you, you, you continually reinforce to your body, it doesn't eat the fat, it will continue to drop fat. So some of you are talking about how I've reached my goal weight, but what can I do about my, my carrying extra, you know, stomach fat in my stomach? Well, your body will eventually get rid of that fat too, right? Like if it's not interested in, in like your body is meant to store a certain amount of fat for emergency purposes. Um, it shouldn't be visible fat. It shouldn't like, you shouldn't be able to grab it and, you know, make you feel uncomfortable kind of fat. It just should be internal and it's there for when you're sick or, you know, that kind of thing. So as long as you continue, especially while you're maintaining, don't be surprised if you continue to lose weight. Now, sometimes that freaks people out. They're like, oh my God, I've already lost enough. Like I don't want to lose anymore. Like no one's going to, again, we're not trying to starve and deprive and force our body to burn those fat off right so you're not going to look unhealthy I know those none like your body's not going to lose more weight than it needs but most people will find that the scale will continue to move a little bit while they're in maintenance so so there's that um, while at the same time knowing that when my bones at the last bit of resistance fat will melt away in the goodness of time. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Um, and, and so, but you're not like burning it off. A lot of times people will do this, where they'll start exercise and they're like, oh, I had to exercise to get that last little bit off. No, exercise can help and it would have come off anyway in time, right? It would come any off anyway in time. Um, this is a great time to start adding in exercise. Again, you want to really be mindful of the mindset that you're not exercising to maintain your weight. You really don't want to get into, I overindulged last night, let me exercise today. Like we don't want to do, you know, weird shit like that. But exercise can be so beneficial. It can help boost your metabolism and, and the, the energy that body's giving you on a daily basis. It can be great for managing your stress. The human body definitely meant to move and it can be amazing for toning and shaping your body. Because while you're maintaining, you're still doing all these amazing things. And when you're giving your body what it needs, the resources it needs to make change, it will. So like how many of you tried exercising to lose weight before and never worked? How many of you busted your ass off at the gym every single day and your body never made change? So now that your body's on your side and it's getting what it needs, it can actually take the resources you're giving it and make real change. So a little will go a long way when it comes to toning and shaping your body. So it's a great time for that. It's such a great time for that. Now, heads up, 
you start adding an exercise, your weight might go up a little bit. You're not really gaining weight. Your muscles are inflamed. When I do a bicep curl or I'm taxing my body, what I'm doing is ripping and tearing my muscles. And then when I sleep, the body repairs and rebuilds them stronger. And while my muscles are inflamed because they've been ripped and torn, my body's going to retain water. My weight can be up a little bit. You know, so don't let that freak you out. A lot of times people start exercising like, oh my God, my weight's going up again, right? And I totally get it. Um, but that's sort of normal once you start exercising for your weight to be elevated about six pounds and then it'll drop right back it'll drop right back down again it'll drop right back down again um but yeah i love this um and this could be a great way too mentally to really shift the focus and just kind of get into the routine of what you need to do every day and really just shift your focus on like shaping and toning your body in a kind of a different way which can be really great you know i always like to use the concept of like get to move my body like it's really cool i get to exercise like look at all the changes my body has made like look at all the things I've done like and you really kind of sit in your body and really feel when you're moving it's really kind of cool and then what's gonna happen after you kind of get through that initial hump of starting your exercise routine you're gonna look forward to doing it and you're gonna feel really great after and you're just gonna you're gonna feel physically strong you're gonna feel grounded and you're gonna it's good exercise is really movement in general is really great for supporting new habits that you've created while losing weight right so but what you don't want to do is tie it to old habits like exercising as a form of punishment because you overate yesterday, right? Or exercising because you know you're going to overeat. So you want to, you don't want to get into any of that. You want to keep it super healthy across the board. So yeah, that definitely um, can go a long way, especially if you got like that little belly fat there, like crossover abs, a lot of that. Sometimes what we can do when we start exercising, we start doing up and down abs. And what that actually does is builds the muscles underneath the fat and then can actually make it look kind of like you got fat there. When you do the crossover abs, the way it pulls your tummy muscles nice and tight, it can be really great for kind of really giving that illusion that your stomach is flatter. Um, so you might want to do some of those crossover abs. Crossover abs. I know you asked about the exercises. So we're, we did, right now we really want to focus on maintenance. I don't want anyone to think they're exercise, but I think what we will do is shift some of those exercises that I did in the last group into this group. And then I've got some more that I'm going to work on you, work on for. We do plan on having fitness experts in the group. We're going to talk about a variety of different things, different activities, um, you know, everything from like, I don't know, like horseback riding and golf and volleyball and yoga and Pilates and all of that. We definitely want to have conversations about the benefits of kind of doing, just moving your body in general. So it's definitely something we're going to build on in the group um it was, uh, workout wednesdays for example so on wednesdays we're going to make that information that we're posting each day specific to working out and that kind of conversation so so we're definitely going to build on all of that so we're going to be talking a lot more about that uh i'm not registered for the september group are we able to use the tracker ongoing or is it just available for the next group start so there's a difference um the the, the app turns into a general tracker ongoing um, so after you do a program, it turns into a general tracker that you can use for the rest of your life. You are welcome. Thank you. There's a lot that goes into that, believe it or not. Um, so that's one thing we want to do kind of as a gift to people. They've lost their weight. We want to do everything we can to help support them. It's not a guided process. So you do have options, right, with the way you set, set it up and the things that you want to track. So you have options with that. If you want to do a guided program, you have to sign up for the fall program and then it guides you again. So the information for example this would it's different with the new September program and the September app is that all the information is going to be linked so all the stuff we post on day one you're actually we're gonna link it right within the app so you don't even have to go like they, you just click on all like that say we post water that day the post is gonna be right there that's gonna be really great 
for people repeating the process because all those things will be there. But anyway, um, so that's kind of the difference is that the information is going to be dripped out. It'll be there for you each day. You'll know exactly what post we, if you go into the app, you'll know what post we posted that day in the Facebook group. Um, and then it guides you. So you know how, what you eat and when changes week to week. So that also changes as you're going through the app. Um, it's changing what you're actually logging, right? What you're tracking because it goes with the food food program. So whatever, if we're doing something different on day 67 than we did on day 10, it's going to be reflected in the actual app. So in order to do the whole guided process again, and obviously have access to the whole team of people supporting you and the updated information, you'd have to sign up for the fall group. But if you are done doing groups and you just want to track, you should be able to track anything you want to track. Even if you're doing back on track, you would just note that you're doing back on track. Um, and you know, you can continue to track whatever you want to track day to day. Hopefully that made sense. Uh, hi, Gina. At what point in maintenance can we stop using the scale every day? Is there a way to wean ourselves off a daily weigh-ins or even eventually stop? I love this. I do suggest that because maintenance is a different focus than losing, right? And it's a different mindset as well. So I think what you'd want to use the scale as is to understand your natural fluctuations. So you know I always say when you're losing weight, it's a tool, right? To understand, you know, what's happening. You know, when the weight goes up, you know, look at what you've been doing because sometimes when your weight goes up, that's a sign that it's about to drop, right? So even when we're losing weight, it's a tool to help us assess where our body is at and what it's focused on. So we can, you know, if your weight does go up and there's no reason, other reasons why your weight would be up, chances are, and if you've been doing all the things, maximize your efforts, your weight's about to drop. So then you're going to stay on top of that water, maximize your efforts, do your thing, trying to keep that body, you know, focused on, on moving the dial on that scale. Um, when you're in maintenance, it's a, it's used for different, it's some, it's not used for the same things anymore. So this is a great question because when you're using the scale for maintenance, it's more to understand your body's natural fluctuations. Um, if I eat like this, if I have this, if I do this, if I have a crappy sleep, if my body's sore from working out, like say I start working out and then my scale goes up, then I'll know, oh, okay, the next day after I work out, my scale is always up whenever my body's sore because your body's sore, it's retaining water, it's going to have your weight up a little bit. Understand your natural fluctuations when it comes to your hormones. When you're ovulating, when you're PMSing, now that you're not looking to lose, right? So that's the, the focus of the scale is a little different. So I do think it can be beneficial to continue to use the scale for the next few months, but not because you're trying to like, you know, like get on yourself about what, where your weight is at, but because you're trying to understand what, you know, maintenance looks like and feels like to you. Right, just like in the in the weight loss groups, we tried to use the scale to understand what weight loss looked like and felt like to us. Do I get bloated? Does my weight go up? Like, what happens? What's my pattern? Do I have you know big plateaus? Do I have small little plateaus? Do I drop in chunks? Do I drop little bits each day? Right. So now you want to use the scale to kind of um, understand your body's natural fluctuations day to day. So I think using it for a couple of months, especially if you're still you know you still get your cycle and with hormones and stuff, understanding what you know what happens to your body, what how much what's normal for your weight to go up. If you go on vacation, it can be great to, you know, when you come back to just kind of, you know, make, keep you motivated to, you know, get your weight back down and do back on track for as long as you need. Then I would love to see everyone throw their scales out the fucking window. I would really love to see that. Like I would just love for people just to live a life based on how they feel, understanding their food choices and your clothes and, and just not even worry about the hunk of metal that you're stepping on every day. So, but I do think it can be beneficial in maintenance just to be clear about
about that. I do think it can be for a different reason um, and not to punish ourselves and, you know, that kind of thing, but just to kind of bring awareness to our natural fluctuations. I think it can be beneficial. And then I would just stop using it. I would stop using it. So I guess to your point, how do you wean yourself off of it? I think you start changing the dialogue of why you're using it. Do you know what I mean? And like pay attention. If you're getting on the scale in maintenance, what are you saying to yourself? Like if your weight is up a little bit, you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to gain this weight back. Or no, maybe it was just a really hot day yesterday. Like I got a sunburn the other day. My weight, that caused my weight to go really up because my body was just stressed out. My super dehydrated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, so, you know, you can use it. And, and that's the thing too. If you're still having issues with the scale, you're not done with the mental work that you need to work through. You want to get to a place where you don't need the scale anymore. It's just, you, you're just so in tune to your body that you don't feel like you need it. It's not, it's not holding you accountable. It's just like, it's information, right? It's information. I love that question. That's a great question. I got to go. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, hi, Leslie. So happy to catch you live. Lost 50 pounds in two 2021 groups, maintaining for seven months so far. You're changing lives. Oh, I love hearing this. And so those of you who I know you're not like actively doing maintenance, you kind of lost your weight and you're still in the group, we are going to put together some fun stuff. Like I said, we're going to have some guests. We're going to be talking about a variety of different topics. I'm still going to go live every Monday. I'm going to go away for the next couple of weeks, so I won't be around going live, but the team is still working. We're also going to have a panel on Wednesdays where Anna, um, the group manager of our, our weight loss programs, and then Odette, the new manager of the maintenance group, we're going to like have a, you know, get together on Wednesdays. We're going to weigh in on a variety of different topics. It's going to be really interactive. You guys ask questions. And rather than just me talking, you know, we're gonna have a panel. We're gonna talk about life after weight loss. We're gonna talk about struggles people have. We're gonna have guests on. We're gonna have lots of conversation, uh, you know, about life after weight loss. And I love the fact that there are so many of you who are in the group who are really there and already doing it because I can't even tell you that's a, for me to even read that. Lost 50 pounds in two of the 2021 groups, maintaining for seven months so far. Like that is so, it's so important that we hear that and our new members hear that because I can tell them a million times, it's nothing to worry about. You're going to maintain, you're going to do great. But it's another thing to hear it from people who are actually doing that. So that's so important. That's so important. Maybe we'll have you on. You can come on and be a guest. We can chat about life after, after maintenance. I think this is a, such an important conversation that people don't have. The whole world is focused on losing weight and no one is talking about what happens after you're done losing the weight right so uh excited about that i gotta go on that note i got a jet so um hopefully i didn't miss too many of your converse uh questions remember same rules apply if i didn't get to answer your question in in this in the live copy it and paste it and post it on the daily post pinned to the top of the page and the team is there like i said um the groups are a little quiet we don't have twenty five thousand members in it like we do in our weight loss group so we are here the team is like sitting here waiting for your answers to roll in so don't be shy ask as many as you, as you possibly need um, if you haven't been with us for a while we do have a podcast it's called way in with Gina you can find it Apple Spotify um, audible Google um, Amazon it's all over the place where we will be actually taking these uh, maintenance lives and posting them there too so if you want to uh, listen um, you can always do that um, have an amazing day everyone I'm excited about the conversation that we're having in the maintenance group like I said we're really just getting started um, we really been kind of paying attention to the kinds of questions that you're asking it's going to really help us even help better support you so have an amazing day if you're in Canada I hope that you're enjoying the last bit of the long weekend bye everyone